Welcome to Office Hours from TripleXChurch.com, where we answer your questions regarding sexuality, porn, sexual integrity, and more. Where nothing is off the table and all conversations are welcome. Now, here's your host, Carl Thomas. Welcome to Office Hours by Triple X Church. I'm your host, Carl Thomas. I'm a certified neuro health coach, a pastor, and a guy who frankly struggled with a lot of the stuff I talk about here for over 20 years until I found freedom about a decade ago. In today's episode, I am going to be jumping in and answering this question. What can I do when I get strong urges to watch porn and masturbate? That's what I will be discussing today, so make sure you hang in there with me. Recognize that no questions are off the table, and I'm going to be as honest with my answers as I possibly can be, so don't get offended. Without any further delay, let's jump in. Okay, so this question came into our office hours page. What can I do when I get strong urges to watch porn and masturbate? Even now as I am typing, I am feeling it. All right, so we get this question a lot. Um, you know, sometimes it's uh, emails. A lot of times I see questions like this pop up in the Live Free community. And it's a very common thing, right? Especially if you're relatively new to the recovery process or especially if you haven't done any sort of recovery work at all. It's this, hey, when I get the urge, how do I stop? And the problem is, usually when you're asking that question, you're approaching, you're approaching the situation from a very behavior modification uh, focused mindset. It's really just about how do I white knuckle, that's a term you'll hear in the recovery world, how do I white knuckle my way or will my way through this situation? I'm feeling an urge, I need to say no, how do I say no? And white knuckling, quite frankly, never works, all right? Uh, it's this uh, white knuckling is this idea of, again, willpower, doing this on my own, uh, self-reliance, whatever you want to call it. And uh, white knuckling will always fail. Willpower will always fail you in the long run. Now, don't get me wrong. There's always certain times in your life where you need a little willpower to push through, right? You, you're, uh, you know, whether it's sexual or non-sexual, you have moments sometimes where you've got to fall back on discipline and say, hey, I know I really want to do this, but I'm not going to let me push through. However, when it comes to something like unwanted sexual behavior, and we're talking about a long-term issue, a willpower is eventually going to fail you. You're not going to be able to find the power or strength to say no every single time uh, because those urges are just going to keep coming at you. And what you got to understand is when you feel an urge, uh, it's part of a very predictable cycle or process. Um, you know, there's lots of different steps to this process. Some might say there's nine, some might say there's fewer. Um, but we talked about this actually in the Live Free community a few months ago. How do you interrupt the cycle of acting out? And we identified seven stages. And I'm not going to go through all the stages right now. If you want to learn more about that, you can sign up for the Live Free community and find that video in there. But what you need to know is this. It's a very predictable process. It starts with a trigger, right? So something triggers you. It could be an emotion. It could be uh, a visual thing, right? Or something auditory. Uh, it can even be a familiar sight, sound, um, or odor, uh, believe it or not, right? There's all these different sorts of triggers. So you get triggered. Then you start thinking through the process of, okay, um, should I go there? Should I not go there? We call that thought distortion. Usually we start to come up with justifiers for why we probably should act out at some point. It's, I don't really want to, but, uh, you know, it could be something as simple as, but I don't know how long I can hold on. I might as well get it out of the way, right? We got all sorts of justifications for the behavior. 
Once we move from these early stages into what you would call anticipatory excitement, and that is you're thinking about it, you're ready to go look for it, um, you're even entertaining or fantasizing about the different websites or different means of access. At that point, the dopamine engines start to really crank, okay? And dopamine is a powerful neurotransmitter. It's what we're after when we're, when we're seeking uh, out porn or things like that to act out with, okay? Uh, the dopamine comes on, it, it's actually at its highest level during this stage, not during orgasm, not when you're actually looking at porn, but during the anticipatory state. So once you hit that state, it's almost impossible to say no, all right? That's just the truth, okay? Because the dopamine is so high, uh, parts of your brain that in theory should be telling you to put on the brakes kind of shut down, they're almost inaccessible, and then at that point, it's kind of a done deal. You know, you, you act out and then you feel the crash and the guilt. Two things here. What's really important is one, uh, you need to do some recovery work, okay? Because again, you need to deal with the stuff that is causing you to want to act out in the first place. Sometimes in the recovery world, we get hung up on this idea of triggers, but triggers are just that. They're just a trigger um, that happens because of a deeper issue. You have to get to the deeper issue. There's a lot of things revolving around pornography and unwanted sexual behavior that we need to address. And most of them fall into like you would call the category of mental health, right? So you got to take care of that stuff. And um, you're not going to be able to, again, willpower your way through this. You need to get involved in some real recovery work. And, and go through that whole process. That might involve counseling, that might involve joining up for a support group like small groups online, again, signing up for Live Free Community, those sorts of things. Second thing is once you're involved in recovery, yes, you still wanna figure out a way to get out of hot water when those situations come up. And what's really key is two things. One, have a plan, and two, interrupt that cycle as early as possible. So you get triggered, you feel the kind of the pull, what do you do at that point? You should have a plan for that. And that could be reaching out to an accountability partner. Uh, if you're in the live free community, posting, right? Hey guys, I'm struggling here. I could use some help. I could use a prayer, whatever. Uh, it could mean just getting away from a familiar environment, right? If you know you act out at home all the time and you're home and you're feeling the urge, maybe just get out of the house, go to the gym, okay? Um, the truth is our physical state will, a change in our physical state will uh, result in a change in our mental state. So if you're sitting on the couch feeling triggered, you go to the gym, it's going to make a change, okay? So there's lots of things you can do, but you need to interrupt that process as early as possible because, again, once you get to that anticipatory state, it's almost a done deal. Um, good luck trying to pull out of that one. So hope that helps. Uh, if you have a question for me and uh, you'd like me to answer it, go to triplexchurch.com forward slash office dash hours. Uh, submit your question there, and I will answer it in an upcoming episode. That's it. I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us for this week's Office Hours. Have questions you need answered? Submit them at triplexchurch.com slash office dash hours, and then tune in next week to hear what we got to say. Until then, 